<laughs> Listo. Vale. Ahora sí. Vale. So five seconds. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna win that. So welcome to another episode of Last on the Breaks podcast. This time we're welcoming 2024 MotoGP rider Augusto Fernandez, as well as of course probably Rookie of the Year this year. Be quite a situation <laughs> if you don't end up with that trophy at the end of the year. From of course Gas Gas Factory Racing Tech Trois. I'm going to use the French name because you know French, French team. How are you? First question. Not just the announcement, but now in Indonesia. New race weekend, already a double header, bit of craziness across yeah. those two races. You feeling good? Yeah, very good. Looking forward to this um, chopper header we have, uh, we're facing now. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, also this weekend, Mandalika is a track that I like, and uh, I think we can. Uh, it looks like a cool track. Yeah, it is. It is. It is very cool. And um, yeah, new tarmac, new, also new tires for us, so things to, to work on. And um, yeah, looking forward to, to start the weekend. and. Uh, continue with our progression let's say and, uh, and yeah and get closer to the top guys that is the main thing well i mean the obvious thing you're topical not only because you are a meta gp rider of course but also because we've now had the announcement that you'll be staying in the premier class next year with the gas gas tech to our team as well and you'll be partnered by pedro costa yeah. first of all for you i kind of joked earlier and i said i was going to joke about it on here as well from the outside, you've looked a little stressed <laughs> for, for the last few weeks. <laughs> I think it's been a bit of a pressure cooker situation for a lot of the people involved. You've walked in today already looking like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel a lot better now? It's Well, for sure it's a relief now. It's a relief yeah. and uh, it hasn't been easy the last, uh, especially a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, now uh, I'm very, very happy to continue with them, with the same team, same bike, same people around because um, I really, MotoGP is a very tough class and um, I really feel like I need another, at least another year with the same things, same people and same bike to, to keep growing and keep uh, yeah, performing good and uh, get closer to the top guys, that is the main thing. We, we want to win but uh, I felt like I need another year to, to prove that or, or yeah, another year. So super happy with that. Your rookie year as well is kind of an extra spicy rookie year in many ways because we've got the sprint yeah and then friday has obviously changed qualifying now on saturday morning do you think that's made it harder to just make those steps to get that bit closer yeah it could be could be i i don't know because I, I never had the the old format True, in yeah. my gp but uh for sure had to learn everything um quicker and uh without reference uh from another rookie I was going to say, do you think it's kind of nice to be the only rookie or do you, would you prefer someone? I think the beginning was very tough because I was the last one for a lot of sessions uh, and that's hard because uh, yeah. you are used to be... Especially when first. you're like king of the world. Yeah, you used to win, 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 <laughs> win and uh, you, are, you are going home sad with the third. So uh, being used to that and then being giving your maximum and uh, thinking that you're doing a good lap on quality and you are last one second off the pace is, is hard. Cool. But then also to compare yourself for everybody. I was going to say one second is not much though, eh? Even yeah, but in today's now small, is crazy, yeah, it's, but it's, it's, it's a lot. So, uh, but you're comparing yourself with uh, riders with a lot of experience. So that was uh, the, um, not the toughest part of the season, the, the first part. But yeah, it made me 
learn uh, quicker, I think, so uh, it's okay. I think one thing that's really notable, looking from the outside, is you've not really crashed a lot. Like, you really, I know, <laughs> sorry, oh no, great, <laughs> they also decided to warm up some bikes down in pit lane, perfect timing, um, but no, you've not really crashed a lot, like, we've seen some rookies, like, I'm trying to think, maybe Pekka, especially as an example, Corbetta now, with his smoothness, mm. bit of a bumpier start, you're just kind of like, getting those points I think it was you and Franco Morbidelli for like most of the first race of the season points, that yeah. always scored on Sunday yeah you've not thrown it down the road and how is that your mentality yeah, what like, is it that's uh, somehow I, I feel like um, I really need that races like uh, a lot all the laps that all, all the laps possible to to get this um, learning process to accelerate this learning process so uh, for sure crash uh, wasn't helping so um, uh, one of the main things for me was to finish all the races is uh, I think you finished all of them right and you missed out on points once India uh, yeah. India but uh, we had a technical problem so um, but yeah I felt like uh, to to learn everything to learn how the race goes to learn how to manage the tires to learn yeah, how to overtake with this bike, everything. I, I felt like uh, I need the race time, not only the practice, because yeah. you learn a lot on practice, you learn a lot on Bali, but when you learn the most is um, on the race. So, um, yeah, I've tried, I, I always give my 100%, but uh, knowing that I need to finish the race. Within, like, the sensible limit. Yeah, so, also it's my style, it's my style. Uh, I can lose a lot of confidence with the crash, so I, I prefer to not crash, so. Um, I mean, it's not a bad plan. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So I love myself, so I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it's my style also, but um, I think for me it's working. And what's it like then within, obviously, your Gas Gas, but within the, I don't want to call it KTM brand, because the mm. brand is Gas Gas. Pure Mobility. Within the Pure Mobility group, exactly. I think you need an AG at the end to be official. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. How is that fitting in there? Obviously, you've got Jack Miller arriving from I used to say arguably, surely now I'm allowed to say what is currently the best bike on the grid. <laughs> you have Brad, obviously, pretty incredible journey so far with KTM, but not other experience. And then you've had Paul alongside you this year as well, who had experience of the bike before, before. Mm. What's it like coming into that environment as a rookie? It's quite an interesting mix of other riders whose feedback you're kind of joining. Yeah, for me as a rookie, was the, um, a perfect team to learn from. Jack is coming from a very competitive bike. Brad has a lot of experience with this bike, and I have uh, a side of, uh, the, of the other part of the box, Paul, with also a lot of experience in MotoGP, also with KDM and at the three beginning. Three different bikes now, Paul's written. So, so yeah, a lot of experience in around around me. So uh, a lot of things to learn from. So for me, it was perfect, and then um, I'm still learning from them, uh, of course. Uh, and I use all all the data. But all, all, from all of three to, to learn things and uh, is there any one of them who's like really kind of come in there and tried to be like to like take you under your wing like you are an yeah. adult motor GP rider no, no, but you know we, what I mean we ride so, no, so we <laughs> don't have each other <laughs> <laughs> not too much no but uh, we have good relationship with uh, all of three so um, I think it's a good team and um, yeah uh, then I used maybe Brad when he's faster Jack when he's faster Paul when he's faster um, just look at we, uh, also them when I'm I'm not always but uh, sometimes when I'm faster they use <laughs> yeah, me yeah. So, uh, I mean in Le Mans you were weren't you yeah, yeah in 
Laurent, you, you kicked everyone's ass yeah, so in, the, in the peer and mobility group yeah, quartet. Exactly. <laughs> so everybody kind of helps each other with data and everything, but of course we want to beat each other as well. So. <laughs> of course. You, even when you are the rookie and you know that, you're still the yeah, same competitive, like, actually, yeah. I will destroy you if yeah. this helps me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so talk us through the season then. You said you're last at the start. Mm. That Le Mans race, we have to talk about it because mm. it was pretty incredible. It was one of those where I think everyone watching, obviously we are not biased. There's plenty of fans who will be gunning for you. Fans of, I can't remember who was right behind you, who'll be like, no, get out of the way. But I feel like that was one of those moments where everyone was like, please stay on. This is <laughs> glorious. Like, just yeah. take it. Because it was such a great weekend. You were super fast all, all the yeah. way through, and then that race. How did that feel after that kind of tougher start and going yeah, get, backwards from? Like, in Le Mans, I was fast from the first lap. Like, um, obviously, I won last year in Le Mans with the Moto 2. I've always been fast there, so it's a track that I like. But, um, yeah, all the weekend also was a surprise for everybody, you know, okay. even for myself, uh, to be competitive, or that competitive uh, from the beginning. And because um, um, obviously every Friday is um, the toughest day for me this season because I'm kind of learning the track this day. Because with the MotoGP, is everything different. So uh, you arrive at another speed with it to the corners, <laughs> and everything feels different, like a new track. So, but yeah, in Le Mans, since the beginning was good. I was fast. I was riding well. And uh, we could work a lot from the beginning for, for quality, for, for not changing the bike. And, uh, so, so it's almost like you started off. I started on the pace. Yeah. I started on the pace, so, so that helped all the weekend. Then uh, I could focus on quality, I could focus on, on race pace. So we, we worked for the race for Sunday to stay on that group for since Friday. So, so um, yeah, that was a bit the difference. And also quality, I, I qualified in, in 12th, I think. So this year. And, uh, you, you were three to Q2, right? I was I was in Q1, but then I went through. Yeah, Q2. but then you went yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. so like yeah, being in Q2 in MotoGP is uh, yeah, it changed all the weekend. Then uh, the races uh, you start from from even in 12, you start already from from a very good position to then have a good race because it's very tough uh, on the back to to overtake and everything. Insane. Even if you have the pace, it's very different. But yeah, this weekend was, was perfect and I could stay there with the group, learn a lot and enjoy a lot of the race. So since then, what more have you learned? Because we obviously, we've asked you, I think, in testing when you first got yeah. on the bike, oh, what's the difference between this and a Moto2 bike? But what is, like, over the course of the year now, as you're learning more and more and more, like you said, braking markers are all completely mm. different, the speed's different, but what was the main things you've learned with the experience so far? Well, the first thing after Le Mans, after Le Mans, that maybe you think you, you have arrived, not to be top right in MotoGP, then you start another weekend and boom, you last again. <laughs> So I think Jack said this in the podcast where he's like, you can't go into anything being like, oh, yeah, exactly. you've got to be like... Mm. Even now, them also, like, uh, you need to start the weekend um, open mind to everything, yeah. not thinking that you're going you're gonna to be there or even you're going to be that. No? So, um, but prepare for everything. And uh, this is a big thing that I've learned after Le Mans, you know, that um, every weekend we start from zero and we need to build. So, um, but yeah. How, how do you deal with that mentally? Well, it's tough, but uh, <laughs> it's just I, calm. Yeah, try to try to get the balance. Yeah. Don't get too excited when things are going well, and don't get too. But you got to also celebrate hard when you need to. Come on. Yeah, of course, but uh, <laughs> just for Sunday afternoon, you celebrate after the race, and then on Monday you you, you go back <laughs> to work back. and prepare the, the next race because. Uh, uh, you can be last again, so um, you need to find the, the balance. 
Well, you're definitely not last now. Certainly, <laughs> we've made some good progress now. But as you said then, looking ahead to next season, not only relief now, but more relaxed. You know what you're doing next year. Mm. Um, what are your kind of thoughts now on you're going to be the guy with the experience mm, in the box? In the box. <laughs> Uh, and you're going to welcome back your dear friend who made life complicated for you at the end of Moto <laughs> 2. Uh, and you're going to fight over the number again. Uh, we'll have a nice fun question about that at the end. But what are your thoughts on that? It's quite a lineup. Yeah, I think it's a very good team. Um, well, I'm the experienced one in the box, yes, but uh, um, luckily we have the KDM official team too, because I need to to learn a lot, a lot of You're things like, here, so I'm not. Still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, obviously happy for him because uh, he deserves to be there, and uh, and yeah, I expect him to be um, a pain in the ass since the very first day in Valencia because uh, he was in Moto2 since the very first test. He was um, already faster than me. So was that the first time you'd really met him properly in, in, in Moto2? Yes, yes, yes. So obviously you'd been around, but it was a knew about him. Normally, you know about <laughs> the skills when I you. knew about him. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I already knew that he was talented and uh, he could be fast on a Moto2 because the way he was riding the Moto3, it could fit with the Moto2 and and and, uh, it did. and, it did. <laughs> and I feel the same for him with the MotoGP. So uh, um, I expect him to be fast since the first day. It's going to be well, exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about sharing the box then? Because also you've had a bit of a strange season this year. Because obviously Paul, unfortunately, with uh, that yeah. crash first time out, you then had Jonas for Jonas, a while, yeah. and you've had Paul back again. Mm -hmm. But it's a little bit weird, kind of having that situation, I guess, alongside you as well. Yeah. Losing the experience of Paul, also obviously personally, difficult thing for him to go through and then mm -hmm. come back everything. But with Pedro, how are you? Are you ready for that amount of what's well, like firework, chispa? Yeah. <laughs> Coming into work every day, being yeah. like, "Let's go." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I had this, this chisp I had it in Moto2 all the year, <laughs> and uh, we share a lot of moments in Moto2. So um, yeah, as I said, I'm happy to to share the box again with him, uh, and uh, and yeah, and and fight for for our position on track because, uh, like in Moto2, we didn't know we have a good relationship, but uh, we want to beat each other on track. So um, yeah, same. So you're not of the pretend to be immediate best friends and then destroy his life secretly later to get the upper hand type. Uh, I'm, I'm quite natural, so uh, I don't pretend <laughs> you, you to destroy. <laughs> so this I, I will be the same, or I'll try to be the same. Like we can I all am. tell you've been stressed because your hellos have gone from high to yeah. Like <laughs> so, yeah, whatever happens to me, you can you, you can see. You can chill, always. So. But on that note, though, last time you were on, was it? Last year in Mategi, I think, I remember the press conference, sure, yeah, yeah. you are on the podcast, yeah. and we talked about your kind of history as a rider getting here. At that time it was like, oh, and now you're going to go to MotoGP, mm -hmm. now you're here, how does it feel? Can you explain to people a little bit your Sev, end of the road, looks like now we're going to have to give up, and now you're a MotoGP rider? Sorry. Junior GP officially now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to report myself well, to myself. Yeah, as I said last year, like, because um, obviously also last year the feelings at that point we were fighting for a championship, and at the end we, we get it. But uh, we oh, got yeah, it. that's true. We didn't do the update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also at that time, like coming from from the Junior GP and uh, all the moments we we've been through and. Uh, um, being at that time fighting for a championship, and then uh, now I'm world champion, and then now I'm yeah. I'm here with a uh, in MotoGP 
improving and uh, with another contract for next year. So uh, yeah, um, I, I mean, super happy with the journey, with everything I've been through and uh, all all the problems I had in in the past and how how we how we went through uh, all of them and how we. Because you kind of made this happen for yourself, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. All, uh, like family effort, and uh, we all been together, and uh, yeah, being now a MotoGP rider, it's it's unbelievable. So. Uh, so I think when we had Juan Mir on before, he was one saying, basically, like, and you'll see it in his in the Moto3 Junior World Championship yeah. when he was in. It's like 25-0, 25-0. because he's like had to win, because like it was just me. So it's like if I don't win, then I don't have the chance to show what I've got and exactly. then get another offer. And yeah, it's yeah. kind of it's like that. It's, um, it's almost like there's so many great Spanish riders now. It's almost harder. <laughs> Everyone thinks it it's easier, yeah. <laughs> but no. there's so many. It is because um, everyone's good. So uh, you need to win, you need to perform, and you need to to show the teams that you are better than than the other one. Because if if you are not really better. Um, you need to be the best, because uh, if not, there's another one. Because we have we a lot of Spanish riders here, you know, so it's too much, Way too, too many, many, too yes. many. It's awful. So we don't need them, no. <laughs> yeah. No, what they need from you though is English lessons, <laughs> because you absolutely—that is one thing where you are 100% number one, completely unchallenged among all Spanish riders. Yeah. I, I can speak Thank to you. you normally, and I do. Some people I do not try in English. Because yeah. it's just like, no. Well, <laughs> I've learned here in the paddock. So. Really? Yeah, yeah. But I think you speak Listen better to English. You guys, than and uh, well, of course, I try to. I had it as a. As a um, like at school, as yeah, like. Yeah, like, uh, right? yeah, I need to focus on this thing because uh, I feel it's, it's very important. But uh, yeah, I yeah. just learned here in the, in the paddock. Tell them. Yeah, <laughs> tell them. <laughs> no, I say it with absolute love. And I feel like possibly I'm allowed to say it slightly more because I do speak Spanish. Yeah, you are. Some of my colleagues <laughs> maybe have less right yeah, to yeah, complain yeah. when they're like, yes, so very good Spanish, actually. It's not so bad, right? Yeah, not so yeah, bad. Yeah, right, so we do have a few fun questions, That's like good. I said. I want to start with, we're not going to go boom, 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 quick fire, because I want to start with the, don't be afraid. No, these are genuinely, okay. really, it's fine. But the first one, as I teased when you came in, don't know what this username is, but I'm going to try. Figol Marsha. These are all from Instagram. Who will use the number 37 next season? I'm gonna, there's three parts to it. Let's do part one. Who will use it? Me. I'm guessing you're not gonna give it up, right? <laughs> <laughs> the first tally, <laughs> one point for me. Fine. You took it. <laughs> so, and then will you fight for it? You can't really, can you? Don't need. Because if you've already got it, that's the rule, exactly. isn't it? I don't need so to fight. So you'll keep it. We were saying, who do you think would win in a fight between Michele Piro and Pedro if they fought over the 51? I go to Pedro. Yeah, same. No, no, no hate for Michele. Just no, no, no. Pedro. Pedro is a terrier. Uh, so the next one, we're going from racingness to Indonesia because obviously they're crazy mm -hmm. about MotoGP here. In fact, yeah, before we do the fun question, have you felt the love yeah, I love this season? Always. Is it more than in Moto2? Can you feel yes, the... Yes, yes, yes. Because now you're like love, properly... Love. Also last year in Moto2 when we came here was at the beginning of the season, so I wasn't... Oh yeah, true, yeah, you, before for championship, you were properly, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. Uh, was the first part of the season, it's so anybody was, but now, yeah. And now it's like five degrees cooler this year as yeah. well, this time of year, yeah. I'm like... Yeah. Good, eh? You saw me fight in the shine, so I need it. Um, so from Fearadr underscore, mm -hmm. try my best. Your favorite Indonesian food? 
uh, nasi goreng. I was like, do you know any? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday I oh, ate nasi goreng. <laughs> <laughs> really? I had too much last week and now I'm so like, but now I'm like the terrible European person who's like, can I just have carbonara? Uh, <laughs> I've, I've done like more than we a week. We miss our things. So now I'm just like, I need, I'm sorry. Uh, so the next one is from Else Uniska. What would you do if you weren't a rider? It's one of the classic questions we used to get from the MotoGP press conference as well. Never thought about it. Never thought about it. <sighs> well, think about so, it now. So something about sports, because I love... Something about sports, yeah, specific. Sure. <laughs> yeah, anything, because uh, I love training. Apart from riding motorbikes, I love running, I love cycling, I love uh, go to, going to the gym. So I love my nutrition, so uh, I love everything involved sports, but really deep into it. So uh, sure, something about that, I don't know. Something about sports. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Makes nice. sense, isn't it? <laughs> no, for sure. Um, and then, what is your favourite moment of this season? Is from Evelyn X12. I think. Every moment of the season. Yeah. Could be Le Mans. Yeah. No? I think I was going to say, I but think I ruined that question. Yeah, but also this last part of the season, like, I feel like I'm. Um, because Le Mans was like. Um, uh, how we do that? How we, how we did that? Like, uh, now have you figured that out? Now I'm feeling like I'm getting closer, but knowing why I'm riding fast, knowing when I do the lap time, why. And what I'm is it? When you say like, yeah, I look at their data, I do this and this, like, how does it actually work when you're sat there? Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just feel it. Uh, <laughs> just feel but it. Bro. Yeah, it's like, it's like that. Uh, in Le Mans was, uh, as I said, since the beginning I was fast, so everything was just rolling, and um, and then we finished fourth and was unbelievable, but. Uh, but in, when you look at data, what does it tell you? Is it telling you where they're breaking, yeah. where they're opening the gas, like all of this? Yeah, all of this. It's just literally like a roadmap, right? Yeah. Of someone's lap. Yeah, everything. And everything. things you, a and lot of you, things, so many things. Have you used any, did you, what setup did you start the season with? Yeah, and also that is very different compared to uh, what I'm using now. So it's, it's like my right. setup, um, because also my, my riding has changed, as I said at the beginning of the season. And I, I needed to change some things about my riding for the MotoGP, but also for the how the KTM needs to be right. Like um, if you see when Brad or Jack, uh, how they are riding, they are going sideways everywhere and yeah. uh, quite aggressive. And I'm not that kind There's of that rider. that really good meme of the bus going sideways and it's just like Brad Binder. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I, I didn't have this and I don't have this kind of riding style, but I had to I had to go to this kind of riding style. I'm not there yet, but I'm, I'm arriving. So uh, also the bike changed with my style all the way through for the season and every race. But yeah, I feel now more um, uh, conscious of what I'm doing, how I'm riding the bike, and when I'm fast, why I'm fast, and, and everything. So I'm, I'm happier about uh, my weekend in Japan or my weekend in India, even if, if I didn't finish the race, than in Le Mans. So I'm happier now than, okay, than at that time. Because yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm arriving now, not, at, cool. not at that time. And then the other question then, with setups and stuff. Obviously, KTM. Mm. Sorry to gas gas. Yeah. The RC16, let's go there. There we go. In pre-season, yeah. it was a bit, oh, <laughs> kind of on the timesheets mm -hmm. compared to especially the last couple of seasons. I think not, there was worry because I don't think that's fair because especially 
the debriefs and what the riders were saying to like Simon Crafer, who was in pit lane for us there, and everyone else was super consistent. It's like, no, 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 it'll all come together. But it was like 17th, 18th, quite a way back. Yeah. And then there's been this massive change now. That kind of high point, incredible race in Jerez for yes. the two guys at the front. It was just like, oh, they're here now. Mm -hmm. But what is it like being kind of on that journey as a rookie? Because they're putting all these things together and then you're trying to already put MotoGP together yeah. and then adding all this new information week on week as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm a step back from all this um, official movements and uh, what they do on the official team. I'm a step back, but also I'm following. When, when things are working, I'm following. But what I, what I really like, even if we are not there yet as a KDM, or gas gas or Pure mobility group AG. Um, <laughs> but I, I really feel and I, what I really love from the um, from the um, from all the family uh, is that they really want to win so I, I'm hundred percent sure that we are going to to be the best bike on the, on track so that's why I'm also very happy to to continue my journey with them because I because my dream is con to continue all my career with KDM if I can because I really feel the they, they need to win, so uh, they really They've want to win. So uh, they will. So much in, eh? put, yeah, they will. They are putting all the the effort there and um, changing things, uh, bringing new things, bringing new bikes, new frames, everything. But just trying to win and to be the best bike. So um, yeah, happy to to be part of it. And uh, in the future, if uh, my dream is to stay here and uh, be part of the official team. So uh, and if I'm able to win with them. So uh, but. Uh, Riders, we want to win, but they also they really want to win, so that's that's nice. And how compared to like when you're a kid or a younger rider and you're coming up? Obviously, KTM weren't really in the Premier class then. How is it now, kind of seeing them from that perspective of a fan? Because you were watching when it was a yeah. completely different era, and then they've come in in the last few years and just gone bang, hello, we're here. Yeah. It's, it's impressive now. Like. Yeah, it's impressive, of course. But um, in off-road, they've been the kings of, uh, of every class in off-road, and they're still being the kings. So they want to be the kings also here. And uh, also, they had in, his, in their MotoGP careers, they had up and downs, because in 2020, they had a really good season. Yeah, and then a bit so of they were almost there, then a little bit of down. So they, they also been, they had a tough moments. But uh, it's coming, it's coming from my side as a rider and uh, also from their side as a um, uh, bike and building all, all the new things. Uh, it's coming our moment. I'm, I'm confident it is. Yeah. So then another one about kind of the past and looking at it now. Danny Pedrosa, mm -hmm. MotoGP legend, now KTM test rider. Have you had much kind of work with Danny and how is that for you? I imagine being a Spanish rider when he was really at the top it must be something quite cool, no? Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Already, I remember in Malaysia shakedown uh, when I was the first time sharing the track with him and, <laughs> and um, yeah, sitting, at, looking at the data with him and having a chat and asking him questions and then seeing him on the track, yes. It's unbelievable, it's a, it's a dream. Um, uh, yeah, He's not doing Danny. a bad job either, eh? <laughs> and, and, and even though, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's impressive uh, how he rides. Uh, it's very nice. And uh, we, when we talk about data, when you see uh, Danny's data, it's, it's incredible. So uh, it's very clean and precise, and uh, it's Danny, as always. <laughs> no? and, um, yeah, it's very, very nice to, to cool? share a team with, with him. 
It seems like a cool experience. Yeah. I mean, we just loved it. I think I speak for everyone. Yeah, yeah. The, the fact that he's done wild cards, great. Yeah, but the yeah. fact that he's also done wild cards and been like, yeah, remember yeah, yeah, me? Yeah. You can't hate that. So, <laughs> it's uh, so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. been great to watch. But okay then, so looking ahead to the next few races, we've got six left, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, including this weekend. Um, so those of you who are listening straight away, well done, you'll, you'll get that. How are you feeling about the next few? Have you got any targets to sort of end the year with? Obviously getting closer, putting those weekends together, of course. Yeah, they mean about a podium, of <laughs> course. come back to take the title. <laughs> but yeah, what let's are you... Let's start with the podium, let's start with the podium. No, obviously, um, I think uh, our real place is to um, secure myself and ourselves uh, on the top 10. Because um, we've been... On Sunday? Both? No. Sunday? Sunday, for, of course, is the main thing. But uh, I need to improve the qualities, need to improve uh, Fridays. I was going to say, I thought so you'd you take need, you too. Uh, yeah, like um, finishing the year with uh, better weekends overall, being competitive since first day, um, more Q2s. Because then maybe Sunday, um, now is the top 10, starting from 17, 18. But starting from 10 could be another thing. So, because pace is already good, yeah. there's a, it's, I always come up good on the end of the races. So yeah, main thing is to is to secure ourselves in top ten uh, Sundays, uh, but uh, also qualities and everything. Cool. Well, Let's we'll see. see. I and think a podium. And a podium, of course, and obviously the crown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it how everyone's just like, yeah, just this. It's like, yeah, but. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, well, thank you so much for talking to us. I think we covered everything. We've voted so for Pedro in the Pedro Piro SmackDown event yeah. of the season next year. You're definitely going to keep the number 37. Yeah. I think it would be a psychologically interesting decision if you gave it to him. So <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. And uh, yeah, best of luck for the rest thank of the you year. Much. Thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Martin led every lap of the sprint in Mazzano. He led every lap of the inaugural Indian sprint yesterday. Can Jorge Martin complete a second consecutive double? But it's Marco Betsecki who blitzes from pole. India, it is time to race.